Uh, well, uh, the brain sometimes does not work even at the age of 31 as the AJ McCall show gets ready to celebrate the fact that, uh, you know, we finally figured out what age everything starts falling in place for everybody. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that that's what we're finding out today. <laughs> that the brain doesn't work. Yep. All the time. Constantly. AJ yep. McCall VFX. Happy Monday. Get start of a new week. And, uh, apparently according to a survey, this was put together of some of the average ages when uh, we start to feel, I guess, really as uncomfortable in our own skin. I mean, because you start talking about the uh, settled about uh, speaking your mind, what time you stop worrying about people think. I mean, you're really just talking about settling in for people's skin. And I got to tell you, even though I believe that there's definitely an age where it, and it's definitely in an older generation, and I think I am not wrong, but I, I feel that it's the case where an older generation is just like, whatever. I've done it. I've been around for a while. I'm good. The ages are still so far away, and it's nuts to me. Like, it says in average, on average that people don't generally feel good into, uh, about their career until they hit 40. Hmm. Uh, people don't feel good about their appearance until mid-30s for both men and women. Hmm. We stop worrying what other people think at age 46. You know, that's the crazy thing to me is that 40, like the age 46, it's not like oh my gosh, that's so far away or anything like that. But it's like, that is, you you find your career that you're like, yeah, okay, I'm comfortable at 40. And it's like, it takes six more years for you to be like, oh, okay, well, I'm comfortable with who I am now. Yeah. It's interesting. It's it's nuts to me. Because the other thing is, is, the, is that you stop worrying about what everybody thinks or you stop worrying about everyone thinks and you stop being so chastising of yourself as well. Because that would be my biggest issue. Mm-hmm. I'm the number one critic for me. But it's just nuts to me how long, how, how I guess, bunched together these are and how they're all generally within about the same decade. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Let us strive to lower all those numbers. Please. Every single one of them. Please. Speaking of lowering those numbers, um, I can understand the appeal because uh, McCall and I have been to a couple of these. We did a, a couple of events. I know Producer Butters and I did a chili cook-off thing, but retirement homes are kind of swanky. They've, they've improved a lot. Very much. So I can understand the uh, concept of moving into one, but at 19, mm, I don't know about that. I'm not denying that retirement homes have become kind of swanky. Maybe not all. I don't want to generalize because I get people yelling at us because they're like, oh, they're, they're. but some of them become very nice. AJ McCall at VFX, you know, they, they look nice. They got a great staff and all that. And so I could get the concept, right? Dinner, so you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. You meet in the common room. They got all those activities they plan for everybody. They have delicious jello, also. <laughs> I've been there before. And apparently tasted the jello. <laughs> of course I Did have. Did you steal an old person's jello? No, they gave it to me. I was in there helping. Did they give it to them because you scared them? No, they gave it to me because I was helping. I didn't say so. How dare you? It was really good. Okay, That's well. One of the good. One of my good memories about going to a retirement home when my grandma was there. Okay. I was I really mean, young. I was like eight. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like she chipped the I old lady out of I didn't punch anybody for their jello. Okay, okay, okay. The Jello's re- not a punchable thing. <laughs> On the hierarchy of things I would punch people for, jello usually doesn't make the list. Low, on, low down, got it. Very low. Uh, <laughs> How dare but, you? You know, you would think that the one and only rule that would be hard fast to skip over is that there's an age requirement to get into a retirement home, right? Right. Well, one 19-year-old who moved from Oklahoma to uh, Arkansas found a super cheap apartment, and she decided, 
Yeah, three fifty a month. Who could beat that for a two bedroom? Score. Right? Right? Score. That's amazing. It was a retirement home. Perfect. I bet she made best friends with those people, though. She did. I bet she did. Because, I mean, in all honesty, so, yeah, not your age group, but those people have great stories. They're always super pumped. So entertaining. Yeah. And you know it's safe. Yeah. Nobody's going to steal your stuff. No. Nobody's going to bring you to steal anybody's stuff. I I really enjoyed, because I used to go to the retirement homes uh, a bunch before, and I really enjoyed it. I loved sitting down and hearing stories and... I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm with you. I I would not pass up $350 apartment that is, <laughs> you know, hanging out with people. Not the greatest neighbors or not, or not the neighbors you can bond with, whatever. Dude. I'm in. They're not going to keep you up until 2 a.m. That's also true. I mean, they may. They'll just tell you stories and give you candy. <sighs> I'm the question with that. to me, obviously, is how? You would think someone would have been like, wait a second, 19? Nope, sorry, you don't make that. Like, how? Do you, is there... I don't know. I've never looked into it before. I have never. I have also never tried to move into a retirement home. Hmm. But I'm just. I, I feel like one of the first questions would be, "How old are you?" In some form of like, I don't know. You'd have to put down your. I feel like you have to put down your birth certificate to sign anything nowadays, or birth date. Excuse me. <laughs> birth whatever you know that too. Right. How? How did? How did nobody catch that? How was that allowed? I got nothing. As long as she's sweet, I guess it doesn't matter. And then it's like almost having extra staff. She provides a company, but like, Correct. can you imagine no. being 19 and then be like, Hey, where do you live? Let's go. No, no, no. Let's not go to my place. Let's go to your Pass. place. Pass. Thanks though. Well, tonight is karaoke night. If you guys want to come I over. I love karaoke uh, night. Like, uh, meet the right person. It'd be kind of cool. We're going to play bingo a little Ooh. bit later. Yeah, I always, go ham, dude. Bingo. I go ham with bingo. Well, you Let's better- have an AJ and McCall bingo night. I am absolutely in on that. Cool. Look at all those bingo stompers. There is a dream that McCall has that I share with her, but she has been more outspoken about it. And because of that, I had a thought. I don't want her to embarrass herself. Little did I know how prepared she was making herself. I promise I'm not trying to crap on McCall's dream, but something scrolled across my brain last night that I feel like you should be made aware of. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debate today. What is one thing that you hope to do this year to cross off your bucket list? I want to pitch at a baseball game. That is correct. I also would like to do it, but it's not about me. What I thought about last night is, are you prepared to do it? Because do not forget 50 Cent. Don't worry. My pitch is way better than 50 Cent. Don't worry. I have been in my backyard only throwing balls for my dog. I have. No, you have. I totally have. No, you have. You can ask Dustin. I'm so good. I'm so I I throw so far. <laughs> I have. I have no idea. I've totally well, been you, out there. Now you gotta get some crowd noise. You gotta pump it up a little bit so you can feel. You gotta feel the ambiance and pressure of the moment. So I'm really excited. I already have. Um, I've been in the chats with somebody about it. I may also be singing the national anthem, which has been a very long time since I've practiced that because I don't walk around my house belting it. But that's a lot of pressure. Okay, we'll sing the national anthem while you're practicing your pitching. There's nothing more American than that. I mean, actually, to be honest, if you could real. like work in some apple pie, you'd be that's all that's trifecta. And a bald eagle some, flew through. Somebody's gotta hand me. Some, okay, we have a team now, so don't give me this idea because I'm about to send him a message and be like, okay, guys, this is happening. And then just have a freeze frame and then all of a sudden superimpose a waving flag in the background and then it says America right America. on top. I had no idea she was practicing. I'm proud of you. I had Thanks. no idea she was practicing though because look. 
This is it's you. Everyone thinks the same thing, right? Baseball is like the size of I don't know a child's fist. They're not very big. So I often hold kids' hands. I don't know. What, I, what do you want me to say? I I hold a baseball more often than I hold a child's hand. It's unfortunate for you. Uh, so you know <laughs> they're easy to grip, and so I think everybody thinks the same thing, right? This is a piece of cake. Yeah, but. You know what's embarrassing? 50 cents spiking to the ground, not even coming close, making the catcher have to dive for it. You want to get it somewhere there. And the other, I think the issue is people are like, I got to throw it super fast. I don't think people care Just, about fast as long as you get it there. Right. I can't believe you've been practicing. I would have never guessed that. I'm shocked that you're shocked that I've been practicing. I just wouldn't think you would be practicing. Everything that I do... I always like to go above and beyond Until at you it. get a new hobby. Until I get a new hobby, <laughs> and then I just kind of like invest all of my time, and then I fizzle out. Okay, so good news. It's great news. I, I feel confident McCall's been practicing. Hopefully it doesn't end up being a YouTube viral sensation because she biffs up whenever she gets to throw no, it. No, it, it will be a YouTube viral sensation for, for the best reasons. Nobody, no, there's... there's no. Mm-hmm. The only reason first pitches are on YouTube is because someone either, one, did something crazy, or two, they were terrible. Yeah, the crazy thing is what what's going to happen. What are you going to do? I can't tell you. I'm still uncomfortable with that answer. This is a public baseball game. What what could you do that was crazy enough to make it a YouTube viral sensation that you would not want to tell anybody right now? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Is your dog going to throw it? Are you teaching your dog to throw it? Is that what you mean by practicing by throwing to your dogs? I can't. Uh, no, I You've can't tell you. You've taught your dogs to throw a baseball? Taught my dog how to how to jump back, flip, catch? No. Uh, okay, well, we'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. And then we'll all see it on YouTube and then decide mm-hmm. for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Should we be scared? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Florida not. It's the stoops of humanity. But... Occasionally, we get to laugh along the way. AJ and McCall on VFX. So let us hear the three crazy headlines for the Integra Financial Services Florida. Not. Okay. Headline number one. Some guy in a stolen cop car tried to pull over another car, which also happened to be stolen. It was great. Yeah. I mean, it really wasn't great. There was a lot of danger (laughs) that ended up happening afterwards, but. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's not great. I was like, the question is, what happens next? Oh, yeah. Uh, driving into a into a house is one just, thing that happens next. So, you know, Florida or not, that's where we are. I wasn't ready for that. No, there's no, story great. one. <laughs> story number two, some guy thwarted a gas station robbery by spraying the thieves with gas- gasoline. You, you did it. And mm, that smell never mm, goes away. No. You get it on your fingers or anything, gone. I got to be honest, that's mm, a little terrifying. Even though I think we're supposed to cheer for the guy that was like, ha, ha, ha. Ha, Congratulations, mm. bud. A little terrifying. And then, story number three. Police arrested a guy after a very slow speedboat chase through a canal. Four miles an hour. That was the topped out. (laughs) I'm sorry, OJ, is that you? There you go. Three crazy headlines. Uh, Now I want to find what you could possibly have an even slower police chase on. That's got to be A lawnmower. I mean, yeah, but some some of those lawnmowers really get going. A llama. A llama. I can go on and on, man. Yeah, but for this to be the case, the police would also have to be on a llama. Like, there was some kind of crime (laughs) in a petting zoo or something, and the police was like, officer in pursuit, he hopped on a llama. I was like, let's go. Quick, let's go. Look, McCall said it. We're all thinking it now. We all want to see a llama-fueled police chase. Yep. 
don't know what the excuse is. I feel like you could get off on feet eventually and, and catch up to him, but we all want to see it. I mean, right, Blake? Exactly. You got it. See, that's three people. That concludes we all want to see it. Yep. Shane <laughs> McCall for the Integra Financial Services. Florida not on VFX. Three full stories, please, McCall. Okie dokie. Story number one. A car thief got pulled over by a cop car on Wednesday. Then they sped off because they didn't want to be caught by a cop. Crashed into a house Oof. and fled. Oof. Turns out the cop car also stolen. <laughs> so the guy inside was just pulling over random people. He also fled. So now the cops are trying to track down both car thieves. I mean, obviously he stole a cop car. That is super severe, but he was doing good with it. I mean, not really. I think there's more damage than good that came from this story. I'll be honest. Um, Yeah, I I, I just can't believe. This woman wakes up. She's like, hello? Who's in my house? There's terrible. Do you think there's somebody in that house that happened to sleep through it? Because we all know, like, one of those deep sleepers, right? right? They, like, roll off the bed and fall into a toy box, like my brother did once upon a time <laughs> as a kid. And just nothing. Just. If, I'll tell you right now, if I were in the house, yes, okay. I would be sleeping. You wouldn't be sleeping. So there's story one. Story number two, three thieves tried to rob a guy at a gas station, but he fought them off. How? Oh, simple. By uh, spraying them in the face with gasoline. Nice. Yeah, makes it very hard to, you know, see. So they ended up they ended up catching the, the guys because... You just follow your nose. Well, yeah. Like, or push comes to shove. Way. I mean, this is an emergency. You just light the trail. Yeah, that's very <laughs> dangerous, but yes. yes. Yes, it is. Yes. And then story number three, police arrested a guy after a very slow speedboat chase <laughs> through a canal. <laughs> now, they have the capabilities of going zoom, zoom speeds. This one, however... Only went about four miles an hour because they were just, I, I don't know. I think maybe they saw OJ and they were like, yeah, okay, we're doing this. It's going to be so tough to watch when you're like, you know, providing cover. Like you're on the shore. Like we got to cover our partner. We gotta get- and you see all this stuff going on. You're like, you guys want to get a donut? It's going to take yeah, a See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> One of the officers involved joked, I've been waiting 15 years to be involved in a water pursuit. <laughs> These are waiting 15 years for that. And then yep. He's like, gosh, Florent, we're gosh, gonna get him. Darn it. <laughs> darn it. It's the worst. So there you go. Three crazy stories. Oh my gosh, Blake. So obviously, uh, what do you, I just want to know what you think of story number three because obviously it's nuts. There's a body of water. There's boats. Very Florida-esque. That's a good point. Could be in New Jersey, though. Who knows? <laughs> Jersey. I mean... I can't correct me if I'm wrong, McCall. It's been a minute since we heard from New Jersey of Florida. Not unless it, nothing is below New Jersey. No. Absolutely nothing is below New Jersey. Absolutely nothing. Okay, so I, I personally still like story number one. Just because it feels like uh feels like the guy was like, eh, I stole this cop car, now what? Well, I, just, I guess it shouldn't all be bad. Let, let me pull over another bad guy. We'll we'll go from there. That's where I'm leaning more towards, but three sounds a little crazy. Three does, but I, I'm with you. It could be very much New Jersey. I feel like if it was in Florida, there would be something other than the fact that it was four miles per hour. Like, four miles an hour, and then he would have gotten out and tried to flee, and they would have, like, tasered him or something. Absolutely. I'm going one all the way. Okay. We're going with story number one. It took us a second to get here, McCall. We're going to be very mad if it's a very slow-speed chase. Is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. Yeah. Woo! We got you hooked up with. An Aquatech car wash and some tickets to go see Matilda tonight. Woo! Hang on the line, we'll grab some info from you. Where was the uh, where was the slow speed chase? In the UK. Ah, 
That makes sense, too. Boats. I've seen the Italian job. I know how it works. Well, this actually happened in uh, Landlock, Leicestershire. Leicester. I don't know how to say it. Do I look like I know anywhere over there? I think it's Leicestershire. If I know it, Leicestershire. Like like Worcestershire. Yeah, exactly. Just like it. Congratulations to Blake. Wins Florida not on VFX. McCall said don't challenge her. Well, the rule is on the AJ McCall show, you say something to somebody, don't do it. They automatically have to do yeah. it now. Mm. So the challenge is to find slower chases than a four-mile-per-hour boat race oh, no. through a canal. Oh, no. Not quite done with uh, the Integra Financial Services Florida, not on VFX, because McCall said don't challenge her, so of course we're going to. Oh, perfect. AJ McCall on VFX after a four-mile-per-hour blistering police chase <laughs> out in the waters of the UK. <laughs> The challenge is to find something slower that you can get on for a police chase. Butterfly. <laughs> what what are police chasing a butterfly for? Well, somebody is attached to a butterfly. They so, like put a they like put a put a leash on it and they're like, let go of that butterfly. And he's like, never! That's all I can see. <laughs> okay. I like that you're thinking outside the box. I was thinking for some reason that they had each taken like some some criminal had taken like a kid's big wheel, like the really big ones, and it was like paddling along, and then some cops like, sorry, police on duty, they took another big wheel and they're paddling along the street. No. No, no, okay. Butter your butterfly one, yes, but that one no. They're paddling. <laughs> We're going. What, what about you- what about like fish? You get fish on your feet? I feel like there was a TV show that like somebody I don't know if there what, was like maybe what is it was with the animals. Well, I thought that was what we were doing. I thought that's what we were. You, you, what's gonna go slower than I mean four miles an hour? Yeah. So what's next? Fish. For some reason the guy's attached to a snail. Hey. Well, I wasn't gonna say that, but now Stop yeah, that. why not? An army of snails. <laughs> They're strong snails. Right, of course. Ah, he's being carried away by a pigeon. <laughs> what kind of pigeon is that? Super pigeon? Yeah. How about a hot air balloon chase? I feel like those things don't move very fast. They really like, don't. Horizontally. Or, no. Yeah, horizontally. They, they go up fast. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Not like take a, super uh, fast, but like... You'll never catch me, coppers! Going a brisk two and a half miles an hour. Oh no, the wind kicked in. Oh, skirt. Um, you know there has to be one of those, right? Doesn't uh, New Mexico? I think in Albuquerque they have a like a balloon, uh, hot air balloon festival. You can't tell me at some point someone hasn't tried to get away in one of those. They have so many of them. Some crime has had to have been committed, and someone thought, "Ha ha, floating wicker, I'm gone." Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta bounce. <laughs> Very important that I bounce. <laughs> Integra Financial Services, Florida, on VFX. Now, I know that uh, even here in Utah, we still haven't really totally gotten used to the concept of roundabouts. Maybe, just maybe, they're not anybody's favorite. But, 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 let us thank our lucky stars. We do not live in the state of Kentucky. OMG, it's not that hard, guys. No. Help me out here, McCall. Which side of the road? Left. (laughs) Just realize which side of the road do you drive on is not a great question. Right. It's both. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on where I'm at. Country road, middle. <laughs> middle. All of right. it. Got it. So you drive on the right side of the road, Correct. right? Correct. So if you were to pull up to somewhere that had like a divider in it, you should know, especially if it's only two lanes, stay on the right side. Mm-hmm. Don't go through the left side. Mm-hmm. You'd hope. So in the state of Kentucky, 
and forgive me because I have not driven there in quite some time. I guess that's not completely the rule anymore. No. Apparently, <laughs> a recently opened roundabout has a bunch of these white dividers going into it. So there's it's a four-way intersection, mm-hmm. right? And they're divided. So it should go right and left. Um, except it very quickly, according to this video footage, McCall, really got out of hand. Um, it goes very much... You know when you get a fork in the road? You know when, better yet, you know when you're on Highway 8991 and you got to like pivot in some of the areas, like, I don't know, say 10th West. Right, right. So you come up to this line and you, you can pick to go right and merge into traffic to go up to Sardine Canyon or you can go left at the light. It's like that, only, only one direction is, you know, supposed to be southbound or northbound or whatever, and the other is supposed to be the opposite direction. Bad. This is the worst video I've ever seen, AJ. It, yeah. I, I know I know roundabouts for some people are still new. I just... They're hard. You would think basic driving instincts would kick in. Like, it makes me feel better that our biggest complaint here in Utahs were like... Oh, people need to, it's, it's a yield. It's not a stop. It's a yield. Just go. Yep. Just go. Yep. But the people in all sorts of directions. Oh, I'm going left. I'm just going to go left. Yep. Like all rules of traffic and logic just completely go out the window once people encounter a circle. Uh, yeah. Thank goodness nobody was coming the opposite direction in this video, yeah. but it made me want to run into traffic. It was the worst. <laughs> Because at, at this at this rate, I would not get hit by anybody because th- nobody's going the right way. They probably just assume you're in the right and they're in the wrong. Right? Yeah. Ah, wait. No, nah, they're probably still supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Does make you feel a little bit more confident about park narks not being so bad, right? The video is on our Twitter right now. It's You can awful. see it for yourself. You will pull your hair out. Yeah, I've done it. That being said, it is time to meet our nominees for park narks as we figure out who is the worst parker this week in Cash Valley. A new low has been set, thank goodness, for Kentucky roundabouts. Oh. Which, can we just make that a thing from now on? Be like, ah, oh, man, this is messed up as a Kentucky roundabout. Oh, my gosh. Please. <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. If you have no idea what we're talking about, do yourself a favor. Go to our Twitter, Utah's VFX. And right just now. click the link and watch the YouTube video. You're welcome. Because, OMG. <laughs> that being said, to make sure it doesn't get out of hand, I think it starts with parking. You can't figure out parking. You definitely not going to be able to figure out circles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't figure out straight lines. No circles will be. Exactly. Yeah. Nominee number one this week for the worst parking spot in Cache Valley. It's fine. I'm still here. Lines don't mean anything. Now, look, we have a very, very understanding Park Narc voting family. They always try to figure out possibly why something could be the way it is and give the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying that's because they're going to do the exact same thing. I'm not saying that. No. But there is someone sitting in this vehicle. That being said, I don't think the rule is as long as you're sitting in the vehicle, you can park wherever you want. I don't think I could drive into the mall right now and be like, oh, well, I'm sitting here, so it's fine. I'm not actually parked. I'm waiting for someone. Yeah, I think rules of driving still apply. I think you're correct. I mean, I don't really know. I'm not a police officer, nor have I ever driven a car. Nor have I ever been behind the wheel of a police mobile. No. Nominee number two, but I don't want to park in the lines. And look, it's bad enough to not be able to park in one spot. And yet again, this is one of those ones where they look perfectly like on top of the line. It looks like it splits the van in half. Mm -hmm. 
Why do they have to park so far forward? They couldn't see. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's the only that would explain a lot of things. Yeah, that's the only way that I can that I can justify this. <laughs> that where they're from, they don't have lines. I don't know. Do you think somewhere? Let's say campus police officers, because I feel like they they deal with a lot of parking. Canada. No. Do you think somewhere in like there's like a campus police officer who's just really snarky? So whenever he writes parking tickets, he also writes fake prescriptions. Yes. And they're like, "What is this for?" Like, "Oh, well, you didn't see the parking spot or that the meter ran out, so I can only assume that your eyesight wasn't very good. This is my recommendation for you to go get it checked out." Yes. That'd be the greatest snarkiest campus police officer of all time. It'd be the best. Utah's VFX on our social media, specifically our Instagram story and Facebook. Vote for which parking spot is the worst, the one that gets you the most mad. Ah. Because we're cleaning up two parking spots at a time. The winning park narc, uh, narker is going to get an Aquatech car wash on Friday based on your votes. And you can submit terrible parking as well. Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can send it to any of those. It will totally work. Do your part to clean up the valley. I have been waiting to tell this story. If you have not seen the poll of the day, please do, and I can explain. But basically, sometimes they say that when you're in a relationship, right, McCall, you start to take on the traits of your significant other. In fact, some will go even a step further and say sometimes you start to adopt the look of your significant other. Right. I'll tell you this. They're not in a relationship, and they're definitely not brothers. What? In the dating world, I I don't know. McCall already disagreeing about this, so we definitely need you to check out the uh, Thermo Fisher poll of the day, Utah's VFX on Instagram. AJ McCall on VFX. So the poll of the day has three of my buddies, Jeff, Zach, and Briscoe. And it's from, I think they said it was from Corey and Kim's wedding, but I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, so the three of them are in that picture because for Jeff, it's one of his pictures on Tinder. Just quick time out. You will have all mm. the time in the world. I promise uh, you. Okay. But I can tell you the story. So Fine. The, re- the poll of the day question is, do they look related? And McCall and I already disagree about it because of, we'll get into that. But I, I, I no, they're not. Uh, but the, the reason it comes up is because Jeff messaged us all yesterday and said that someone swiped on him and then informed him that he thought the three of them were triplets. Triplets. Interesting. As in, they were all born at the same time. Right. And I was like, that's, that's what that means. Correct. No. Don't worry. I got that. I know what triplets means. They look like they're related. They look like they're related. No. They do, as a matter of fact, look like they're related. How? Uh, it's their hairline and their nose and like their chin. Like if you look at all of them, they look, they look like I they're- I definitely see the chin. Yeah. They don't all have the same nose. Jeff definitely doesn't have the same nose. Yeah, they do. No. They, they look very similar nose shape-wise. Now, it's not like somebody copied and pasted their nose on each other, but they look like they are similar nose-wise. Okay, triplets, though. I don't see triplets, no. I don't see triplets at all. I have a big issue, though. With Yeah, go ahead. I have a massive issue with the fact that this lovely picture was used on Tinder. Look, because if you are it's confusing going because they look like triplets, that's why. No, if you are going to go on a dating app, by all means, do it. If you are going to go on a dating app and you are going to use a picture that has multiple people in it, you are a garbage human. How dare you? No, no. 
If I were on a dating app and I were to see somebody with like multiple people in the picture, I'm not taking a chance on it. The reason why is because you want to use your friends to make you look better. Okay. You're using the attractive friends. So it, it cons people into going and dating you. I mean, they, they all look great. That, I take that back. That is from Corey Kim's wedding. Fun fact, Briscoe and Zach and that were bridesmaids, bridesmen. Good I, for I them. don't know what they called them. Whatever. They both walked down the aisle together, too. It was hilarious. That's that's pretty good. I mean, I'm with you. When I was on a dating app way long ago, I, well, to be honest, it was a numbers game, so I was pretty much swiping right on everything anyway. But yes, I'm with you because then the first you have to ask the awkward question of which one are you? Yeah, and I don't want to ask that question. It does feel weird, especially it was even worse when every one of their pictures was not just them. Yeah. <sighs> I don't like anything about that. They don't look like they're related. They just have, they have facial hair. They all have facial hair. It makes me mad. All my friends can grow facial hair and I can't. Oh man. Yeah, exactly. Except more sincere and actually caring. Darn it. I was less sincere and caring. Thermo I'm just Fisher. Keep going. <laughs> Thermo Fisher poll of the day on VFX. On our Instagram, you tell us VFX. Just look at my three friends and tell me, do they look related? Because one winner on a dating service said, oh. Those your brothers? They look like you guys look like triplets. They look like they're siblings. Winner. Now I had kind of an inkling that I was not ready to own a house, but then after a conversation with McCall, I'm just not ready for the level of pettiness that is involved in being a homeowner. One day, one day my cynicism will carry me there. But when it comes to the lawn mowing and all that peer pressure stuff, no, nah, I'm not ready yet. I hope one day to own a home. But after talking to the McCall Taylor, I'm not sure I'm ready for it yet. <laughs> AJ and McCall at VFX, because of course there's the upkeep and you got to do the nice things and there's affording it and all that and cleaning it, et cetera, et cetera. But then there's this weird game, I guess, people play with their lawns and I'm just not ready for that level of commitment or passive aggressiveness. It's fun though. Is it? Yeah. You're just saying that because you won this time. Yes, (laughs) that's correct. That's exactly what I'm saying. Of course, we're talking neighbor peer pressure. Because somebody goes out and mows their lawn, and as soon as the person across the street mows their lawn, it's like, ugh, now I got to do that? (laughs) Dumb. This week, I decided to break out my lawnmower. It's the first time this season since I actually could because I basically had snow on my lawn until last week. So That's fair. I I, I broke out the lawnmower. Last week's an exaggeration, by the way. But I mowed the lawn. Went inside. Started cleaning up my house. Looked outside. Ta-da. The neighbor across the street was mowing the lawn. And in my brain, I was like, <laughs> got him. Because he's always the one that ends up mowing the lawn. His yard is immaculate. Like, it looks so good. I love everything about his yard. And anytime he mows the lawn, I'm always like, oh, got to keep up with him. See you later. But this time, suck it. This time, <laughs> I got it. But that said, I'm pretty sure he's already mowed his lawn like twice this season. Oh. So, whatever. <laughs> See, I don't even have that in my apartment. The, the closest thing I have is like uh, neighbor chicken. Because we, I live in a triplex, so we have these two trash cans, two recycle bins. They're not marked. Right. And what has, ha- what has happened is because nobody figures out, and sometimes we forget, is that usually whoever gets them first takes all four of them out to the curb. Cool. And then it's neighbor chicken because then you're like, oh, I forgot to do it this time. And then they don't go out there, and you're like, oh, I let the team down. It's my turn to take them out. So we have this ch- game of chicken where hopefully everyone remembers the rules so that the trash goes out each week. Closest I've got, but I'm not ready for neighborhood mow the lawn peer pressure. It's fine when you got like a riding lawn mower. I'm sure it is. Yo, my lawn mower. It's pretty cool. <laughs> feel really cool. I get to put my headphones on and I have a holder for a drink. I would hope so. So I can put it right there and then I get to like 
Skirt, skirt, all around the lawn. I mean, McCall's living the life. I mean, the rest of us just step off. How She's dare got you? It. How dare She's you? got it. Never did I ever say that. It's just really nice, okay? And I'm proud of myself. Time for everyone's favorite game. Is it a hyperfixation or a hobby? But in a really weird twist of fate, we both get to play. When you know the McCall Taylor, you get to play this game all the time. Is it a hyperfixation or is it a hobby? We don't know. But the Auto Matrix Group debated it with AJ McCall on VFX. And dare I say it's possible to rub off, but that being said, let us play with the original, the host, the originator, the McCall Taylor. So what is the most recent thing that you now want to do? I want to fly a plane. Now, when you say you want to fly a plane, like you want to fly just just once in general, you yeah. want to fly from point A to point B. No, I want to do like you know, take off from the runway, do a nope. little lap, and then come down. Yeah, just a little little thing. Fair enough. I just want to do like a little thing. Like I want somebody else to like. I want one of those one of those two seater. Like you kind of manage it, but I can like. Oh, okay. Done that. Maneuver it kind of. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I did as a kid. You son of a gun. My mom dated a guy who, who flew oh. like the little tiny ones. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you're talking about like there's four seats. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. I want to do that. Yeah. I think that would be fun. So like if anybody knows anybody with an airplane, hit me up. Literally. Because so I want to do okay. it. Okay. Because I was going to say, obviously hyperfixation. Because everybody I talk to, like it's not really worth getting into no. a pilot's license unless no. you actually have your own plane. Yeah. And you have like a commercial, you want to fly like yeah, commercial airlines like, and like that kind of welcome thing. Welcome to the flight deck. No. Right. But with that, okay, I could totally, absolutely buy that. That like one's just, more, yeah. that one's more hobby. My other thing that's, that's kind of like starting to begin as like hyperfixation ish. Oh, I really like clothes. Clothes. I'm wearing a cool hat, right? Like outfits, like fashion style, I re- <laughs> like the coolest. I'm wearing these really neat shoes. Uh, needs a needs a generous term. They they're like they're like slippers, but they're like fashionable. I don't know how to explain Someone forgot them. Someone the back half of your shoe, McCall. Yeah, somebody basically like chopped off the back half of my shoe. It's kind of what it is, but they're really comfortable. And until you have to walk up the stairs, then it's like okay, kick the stair in front of you. I I don't know, but they're like super fashionable, and I've never yeah, it's thought. Like when you wear a- Slide on flip flops. Yeah, yeah, like that. Those only, are just occasionally you're not paying attention and you're just whoop. There goes one. Like, yep. Crap. It's only, but it's a closed toe like pointy shoe, so they look like professional ish. I've always like knocked them and then I wore them. Right now I'm like, <laughs> wow, these are nice. These are not bad. I know why people wear them. Okay. I the, the, I just want to reiterate that you said that clothes for you is a hyperfixation. Which I like. I sort like of nice get, clothes. I know I got what you meant, and I'm assuming that's what you meant. But yeah. man, the statement itself is like, you know what? All right, hyperfixation over. I'm done with this. Clothes suck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Ponchos all the time. Ponchos I'm over and it. hoodies all that's the time. It. That's all I want to wear. That's it. Yeah, I go through these phases, and right now is like a. Oh my gosh, you know what I like? Clothes. <laughs> I'm, it's the phase. I'm willing to concede that at this point, neither of these is hyperfixations. I think you're like, I want to be able to fly on a plane on my own. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's no, I don't think you're going to make it mm-hmm. there because I just don't think that that's just a serious amount of time. There's too many, too many patients that end up. And the close thing, it's maybe days you don't put in as much effort, but I'm not buying that. That's a hyperfixation. I think yes. you're double hobbies here. Actually, I think it's like a hobby and the plane thing's a bucket list thing more than yeah. anything. Okay. I mean, it's so much a hobby unless you really like are like, eh, take it up. And then in which case, you might as well learn how to fly somewhere because what's the point of flying up Taylor to circle and coming down multiple times? No, I just want to do it once. Exactly. Just once. Bucket list. Yeah. 
That being said, I get to play hyperfixation hoppy because when you do something and you stay up all through the night, and I mean all through the night, I think you got to take a serious long look at, okay, what are we going to do about this in the future? Because I can't, I, I'm too old for it. That'll kill me. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Hyperfixation or hobby with AJ McCall for the Auto Matrix Group debated A.VFX. Now, as we found with McCall, hobby and bucket list. Mm-hmm. Well, necessity, I think, in bucket list. Can you really call clothes a hobby? Like dressing up, I guess, hobby. But I don't think it's a hyperfixation. For myself, this is a stupid thing. So, McCall has ADD, and we talk about it a lot. Yeah, ADHD, right. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have these bursts of attention that they're just hyper-focused on something, and I'm I'm guilty of it as well. Last Thursday night, get ready for for bed Friday, couldn't fall asleep. Mm -hmm. So I go out to the living room to watch some TV. Hey, Arnold's on late at night in Nick Channel. So I watch about an episode and a half, and I go... You know, once upon a time, I read a really great Arnold fan fiction. I wonder if there's any more out there, he asked as a complete idiot. Right. Because of course there is. Because the internet. So I read one that was like 12 chapters and forever long, and it was awesome. Next thing I know, it's 530. I've got to come to work. Oh, my gosh. I have spent the whole weekend reading them. I'm up to like eight or nine different authors that I've read now with two of them having sequels, and I am so totally hooked. Now, at some point, I may run out of steam, and at some point, I may run out of content, and I guess you wouldn't say it's a hobby as much a hyperfixation because I don't intend to write one, but I also think it is absolutely the dumbest reason to miss a whole night of sleep because yes. I, it's me. It's not going away. Yes. Down. Correct. Book. Down. But I didn't. I read through the whole thing, and then the next day, I read two more, and then two more, and like I said, I'm up to eight or nine now, and it is they're awesome. I gotta be honest, they're awesome. It's kind of a weird weekend in terms of emotionally and mentality, and and those were definitely a factor because they were so some of them were so good. Mm-hmm. But that being said, what is the stupidest reason that you have missed maybe not even a whole night's sleep, just way too much sleep? Caffeine, usually. <laughs> it's usually caffeine. Some sometimes I'll like drink an energy drink at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Why? I don't know. Because I hate myself. Apparently. It's been a long time since I've done that, but still. <laughs> 68255, start your text with VFX. I got to think before this whole fan fiction thing, the dumbest thing, though I don't regret it, but the dumbest thing I did to miss a night's sleep is I was at home in Lafayette. This is back right after, like right near the end of my college career. And I'm laying down and it's getting, it's getting late. And all of a sudden my buddy texts me, says, hey, I need your help. You can't ask me any questions. Just meet me where I work. Oh, boy. That's dangerous. To which I, of course, respond, I'll see you in 10 minutes. Whatever, I'll be there. And to fill in the rest of the story, uh, he worked at McDonald's, and the, his McDonald's had the warehouse where they just stored paperwork and a bunch of extra crap or whatever. Uh-huh. It caught on fire, and it burned up. <gasps> and he was told, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, not actually told, right. that if you go through the warehouse tonight and stuff disappears, well, then nobody knows. <sighs> so I maybe have, maybe, maybe had been an accomplice to... Dibs? I'm, gonna, dibs? I'm just going to say dibs. It's just dibs. I'm going to say dibs. Yeah. Undercover dibs. Undercover dibs. Whole night out there rummaging through it. You got that weird Ronald McDonald head. He found a popcorn machine that he tried to refurbish. It was awesome. But it was a whole night of sleep gone. That is insane. The last time that I can think that I missed a whole night of sleep that was like for dumb reasons 
had to have been like eight and a half years ago. <laughs> you adult, you good you job. You adult, you good job. Oops. I had a, I had a punch the microphone. I had a friend I'm who not an adult. <laughs> she was like, "Hey, we should hang out," and I was like, "Okay." And so then we just like hung out, and I remember we like drove to Idaho. I mean, for why? Yeah, we were just here, so it was like, "Yeah, let's drive to Idaho." So we drove to Idaho. We found a sign that said, "Welcome to Idaho." We took a picture next to a sign that said, "Welcome to Idaho." And then we turned back around. And we drove back. I mean, it really only took a little bit of time, but then we stopped and we got like some milkshakes and hung out. Those, those kind of boring topic for another day. Those things always amaze me because you look back and you're like, "Well, that was kind of silly." But then the it was just about the company. Yeah, and that's what you really miss. Ah, yeah, it's true. It's day. so true, though. That's so true. Yeah, story for a different, a topic it's funny, for a different. Day. It's really funny because I drive past that "Welcome to Idaho" sign like three days a week. Yeah, I swear. Yeah. Speaking of unusual. Look, I'm sure at some point if you were to write a syllabus over and over and over again or to copy and paste it for each class every semester over, it would get a little tedious. So I can understand spicing it up. But when it comes to Ashley's most recent one about what is a valid absence, I was less scratching my head a little bit. Okay. What exactly is a mild case of death? Oh. I'm sure it gets tedious to send the same thing over and over again in a syllabus. But what mild case of death? What? What? AJ McCall at VFX. Ashley got a syllabus for her summer class that she was flipping through it, reading all the things. Oh, you can drop this grade. Oh, there's extra credit here. Here's the requirements. Blah, 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 blah. And then you get to the excused absence part. And it says none of them will be guaranteed or will be given unless there is extreme illness or a mild case of death. Interesting. Now, I, I believe what that is referring to is... A, a funeral of some sorts would be my guess if there was a, a case of death in the family. But what in the heck does mild case of death mean? I feel like it would be better classified if you said, you know, a funeral or, you know. I agree. A, maybe it's like a pet. Maybe that's what they're that's referencing. a mild case of death. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say so, but Can I text I'd definitely in? take the day off if that were the case for me. Fair. Can I text in tomorrow and be like, hey, sorry, I've come down with a mild case of death. I won't be able to make it today. No, because is- then you'd garner that really quickly. Oh, really? What does that mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm turning into a zombie's thriller happening here? What is a mild case of death? I just feel like if you call in with a mild case of death, that's like bad juju. It's like super bad karma. You know what's going to happen when that happens? If you say, sorry, I have a mild case of death, I'm pretty sure you just catch one. <laughs> A full case. A full, a full case. case of death. I mean, oh, that's okay. like that's like tempting fate. That's like something I'm not about. I, <laughs> I used to have friends who would joke about calling in, calling in dead, and uh, like looking back. What? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You're tempting fate there, and I don't think that's a fun. That's a fun, flirty, thriving place to be. Nah, to me, it's a, uh, it's got to be, uh, you know, a little bit of a threat, right? Mild case of death sounds like what somebody, you, sounds like what your mom would say to you when you yeah. just miss baby. Like, take you into this world, I'll take you out. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Same thing. Yeah. I have no idea. I think I need to convince Ashley to just have her be like, hey, can you elaborate on the absentee policy a little bit more just to see what the teacher says? Yes, please. Please. What? Get a little bit of an elaboration. What is a mild case of death? <sighs> Hopefully nobody ever finds out. She wanted to explain to me, not physically found out whatsoever. That being said, I think mild case of death could be a threat that we hear the McCall Taylor use because she's set to get a new roommate. Yep. Are you prepared for that? Nope. Are you ready? Nope. What about the ghost? Is it clean? 
Is there enough space? What about food? Did you get a plunger? Why are you making me panic? There's so many things. I am panicking so much right now. How can you be almost having a roommate move in and you're so unprepared? I'm I'm really uncomfortable with this because I'm questioning my life every single day. So bring it on before we have a mental breakdown. (laughs) AJ and McCall on VFX. Well, first of all, did you get the plunger we were talking about last week? No. Well, come on. Look, you're going to save yourself a lot of heartache and one at least embarrassing, super embarrassing conversation if you just get your hands on one and put it put it where it needs to be and just done. Be over it. Okay. Have you dealt with the, the whole ghost issue? What issue? There's no issue. There is an issue. There's a ghost in the house that we decided a long time ago it's very attached to you. Did you contemplate, one, that the ghost could get super jealous, two... Do you, did you contemplate that the ghost could uh, just think it's fun to have someone new to torment? Yeah. And? It's probably just going to happen. So, <laughs> just whatever. No no warning, no preparation, no, no nothing. No, I'm saying something, uh, yeah. but I'm not going to say anything uh-huh. until they get there. Uh-huh. Do you intend to organize the house again at some point after your roommate moves there? Because they'd probably be the cruelest yes. prank of all. Totally going to organize the house again. I was just telling Dustin yesterday, I need to uh, reorganize everything in here because... Everything's just kind of here. It's just kind of uh, scattered all over the place. But I, I'm getting my my bedroom ready um, because we have to move into the into the main level bedroom so that they can move upstairs. Right. And so I have to do that. Somebody's coming to come look at carpet to be like, yeah, let's put some carpet here today, which is great because they're like, yeah, we're four weeks out. So I'm like, cool. Wood floor it is. This roommate doesn't stand a chance. Oh, it'll be fun. I don't know what you would call the name of the show. Lord knows there's enough prank shows on TV, mm-hmm. but something along those lines. Room pranked. Room pranked. That's it. Prank mate. Prank mate. There it is. I'm telling you, it's going to be fine. It'll be okay. Yeah, until the ghost starts slamming closet doors upstairs. Well, then it'll just be funny. <laughs> then I'll, I'll probably laugh. I really will. And then I'll... I'll be like, we'll just have a conversation. Let's go meet the ghost. <laughs> this is what you get when you move in with me, McCall Taylor. Torture. You get torture. No. Torture in the form of a ghost. Torture in the form of no plunger. Torture in the fact that she's constantly going to rearrange stuff. You have no idea where anything's at. No. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. See? See? Sorry. <sighs> what shall we inspire, humor you, or make you think about with VFX's Facebook roulette? AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, find and add us. As friends on Facebook, we could like, comment, and share on your posts. McCall, go. Well, everybody obviously knows that it's going to be May posts that always go up every year. It was funny like seven years ago, and now it's just like. Even then, it's generous. <sighs> I like it's not going to be April anymore. Yes, I also like that one. Well, um, since the freeing, framing Britney documentary came out, people are changing it. So it's her with just a typical baby. In her, like, red bodysuit. So, ta-da. I landed on Katrina. It's a, a post that says, I'm probably the most friendliest, unfriendly person ever. Like, I'm likable. I know how to interact with people. We gonna have a real good time. But I don't really like people, and I'm kind of mean. It sounds crazy, but if you really know me, you know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, you can win, because the truth. The truth of it. Me, me too. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Join the hype train. Tons of people have found AJ and McCall on Instagram and Facebook. AJ, A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L. There's some fun stuff that's going to be coming out. See, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hold on, hold on. Dramatic wink. What? I read my pins as I threw them on the desk. Yes, there could be some interesting things coming out. Yes, correct. <laughs> Utah's VFX, so you can vote for Park Narks. Please and thank you. Uh, also, you can do that on the Instagram story. And while you're at it, just to entertain yourself over the argument McCall and I are having, I say my friends don't look like each other. McCall says they look like they are related. Correct. One dummy on the internet told my buddy that they look like triplets. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as triplets, but siblings, yes. You can see it's on our Instagram. It's the poll of the day. I say nay. Mm, you're wrong. Other than that, the weather's going to be super inconsistent. Welcome to Utah. Cool. And it's May. My yeah. birthday's at the end of this month. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yay! Way to go, buddy. Oh, in the after show. It's Monday. So Hello? 1030, we will be on it twi- on Twitch. Correct. We will be on it on Twitch. On it on Twitch. On it on Twitch. AJ and McCall, that's with an ampersand. AJ Shift 7 McCall on Twitch. And that is where you can find the podcast. Just search where podcasts are. I think that's everything. Yep. Get a plunger. No. <sighs> Maybe later. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. We're going to forget and never do anything that we should be doing and don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.